Oh my God, oh, Jesus one. Christ! Beautiful, he's ah. down. Folks, he's down to his shoulders now. And sportsmen do this! Danny Duck is saying 4.2 degrees Celsius. Even I stuck in the water that's got the temperature. <laughs> You're doing absolutely fantastic. My goodness me, this is absolutely freezing. And there bad, is, is the ice. Not that bad, uh, it? it's, it's, it's like swimming in the Irish Sea, but colder because you can't flap about the place like a duck or a frog. You've got to remain calm. I actually feel like I'm floating. I'm in a magic carpet and I'm going up there into the sky. <laughs> Henry McKean. You know, we have an item on shrinkflation coming up a little bit earlier, <laughs> later in the show. <laughs> oh, some serious shrinkflation. Yeah, I'd say there was. Listen, that was from the Challenge Henry series. That was great fun, actually. Um, uh, before pandemic, pre-COVID. But listen, the reason we play it is because Paul O'Donoghue was in the Pat Kenny show yesterday and he'd been speaking to teachers and 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 pupils who were complaining of being freezing in classrooms. So we wanted to find out, listen, uh, complaints and hyperbole aside, like what happens when the body gets really cold, like those kids or like you in that ice bath from a couple of years ago. I mean, does it wear you down? Is it bad for you? Does it boost the immune system mm. and make you hardy? I know you've been speaking to, to workers who, who normally work in these types of conditions. What did you find? Yeah, like you're from Kilkenny. It's freezing down there. I'm out on the road quite a bit. <laughs> the sunny and side of the east, Henry. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it's still cold. But yeah, uh, looking into the science of being cold, I met up with Leo Ryan, a Wim Hof instructor. He's been training in cold therapy for seven years. And Wim Hof, he's basically the Iceman. He holds multiple world records for feats of endurance and exposure uh, to the cold. Uh, and um, Leo Ryan, he's from innate-strength.com. Uh, uh, um, he's doing workshops with companies. He talks about the science. And we met in a cold field near a motorway. And he was in just a simple t-shirt there wasn't even a t-shirt henry <laughs> bare-chested yeah it was a, a pair of shorts and boots uh, on a mountain in poland at minus 10 degrees centigrade and we climbed up for six hours in our training to uh to become an ice man uh, like my mentor <laughs> so you are the irish ice man did it work or did you get hypothermia no, none of us got hypothermia. There was a group of 40 of us there uh, and we were trained, you know, we, we were led into this and built ourselves up to this. But what did we do? We, we simply kept a focus on our breathing, uh, kept our mindset strong. And, and uh, as Olaf said, we thought warm thoughts. <laughs> so that's what the school kids should do right now. Just think warm thoughts. Yeah. Think warm thoughts. What happens to your body when you start to get cold? Obviously, um, lots of things start to shrivel, but, but what happens? <laughs> well, if you're, if you're healthy, all of your systems, your nervous system, your cardiovascular system, your immune systems, they all get upregulated. In other words, they all start to get working to keep you warm. It's the most fundamental process of our human body. And the kids are amazing because they actually have great stores of something called brown fat. So they have a different central heating system to adults. And that's why if you look at a baby um, up to maybe three or four years of age, they hate wearing coats, hate wearing jackets. Yeah, why is that? Especially yeah. teenagers <laughs> and people from Newcastle. Yeah, <laughs> because they are, they are using what we always had, which is our ability to stay warm. There's a great story of, of the pilgrims when they first went to America. And these were people from the, the, the UK and the Irish Isles. And they went across to the, the States and they landed near Boston, minus 40 degrees centigrade uh, temperatures. 
and they were freezing there and they were actually dying off and they were met by a man called Samuset. Samuset was a Native American who walked out of the woods wearing nothing but a loincloth and minus 40 degrees centigrade. So if we just stand here in the cold, in this field, and just take deep, deep breaths, we'll be okay. Yeah, and think warm thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Think warm thoughts. I, I must remember that Leo Ryan there. I mean, you, you visited a farm, Henry, where people are working in these conditions. Yeah, is and, it? and farmers, they work all, all year round. Uh, and this particular area, it was a, a basically a massive storage warehouse, like one of those huge ones at three degrees. I met these at, at North Dublin farmers and it was chilly. I nearly said chilly willy. I'm Peter Cow. Years ago, my father used to grow Brussels sprouts here. On a cold, frosty morning, it was the coldest job you could do. In a cold, frosty morning. Cold, frosty morning. And the Brussels sprouts picking them. Yes. Unbelievably cold. Very cold. And Very farmers cold. don't complain about the cold, do they? You just get on with it. My name is Victoria Babylon. Victoria, we're here in Kyo's, uh, in the potato farm and the, the crisp factory, surrounded by massive containers of potatoes where you wash and clean them in this warehouse and it's chilly. It's about three degrees. You keep it at this temperature. How do you get used to this, this cold temperature? How do you work in this? You have to move yourself around. You have to have a few extra layers of clothes on you. And Hanlon from Kyo's we're surrounded by potatoes, which I won't touch because I don't want to make them dirty. They have to stay at a, you know, a cool temperature, don't they? Yes, our quality control ensures that the potatoes are kept at the optimum temperature in order for Victoria to wash and prepare them for bagging. These containers, what are they called? They're called our tun boxes. What's it like getting used to working in these cold temperatures? It's cold, but the warm, friendly smiles and the enthusiasm from the team always brings warmth. You have to work, you do inspections, you do quality control, so you're working a lot of with your hands. You're doing the packing on your finalized line there where there's already product coming in, so you're physically working as well. So that's a physical work, keeps you warm. Can I go outside and get warm or do I have to stay here and work? More star jumps, Henry, more star jumps. Michael Monks from Old Town, you work in Kyo's. Your job is to work in this big cold warehouse and get the potatoes on lorries to the supermarkets. 20 years at this temperature, three degrees roughly? Roughly about three degrees, yes. How do you do it? Just keep going. Stuff has to go in the truck, it has to go to the shop. You know, you don't feel the cold after in here for so long, it's like second nature now. Just get on with it, has to be done. No yeah. moaning. There's the lads working in three degrees in the potato storehouse. You met someone as well from Dublin Wicklow Mountain Rescue, Henry. Yeah, here is Jerry Condon from the Dublin Wicklow Mountain Rescue team. Uh, he talks about meeting runners and walkers in difficulty and about how they should take off their sweaty tops and put something warm on and insulate them, get them off the ground. And he starts by talking about the three-layer system. So you'd have your first layer, which would be some sort of wicking system, say a base layer underneath you. Um, then you'd have a sort of fleece layer, and depending on the weather, a soft shell or hard shell. So the idea behind it is, in between each layer, the first of all, the, the base layer, the wicking will draw the sweat away from the body. With the second layer then, and the third layer, they're trapping air in between, so it'll keep you warm. So if you get bit too hot you can take one layer off so that layer of air then or insulation if you like will escape concentration concentration can go for example i'm feeling very chilly right now and 
just about concentrating. <coughs> How do you keep that concentration going? With the concentration, it's about keeping yourself warm. In an extreme sort of sense, when people start getting cold, generally then, as you're getting colder, you're burning more energy. So that's why it's important to make sure you have something to eat. But as the concentration is lapsing, as you're getting colder, people start making mistakes in the direction that they think they're going. They'll start making mistakes in navigating. That's generally how a lot of people then will get lost because they're getting tired, fatigued, and start making bad decisions. So the whole lot between going out on the hill or going out for a day's walk is being prepared, carrying the little knapsack, carrying some food, have a change of clothes as well, like the Wiccan, the, the base layer, what's a good idea sometimes is when you're going up a hike and you stop, change, take for a couple of minutes, take off a couple of layers, put a nice dry base layer back on and then put the other layers back on. So you're nice and snug and warm. Hats as well is another important thing. Um, there's different layering systems. You can get very technical with gloves and all when you're going like into the sort of snow and ice. But generally, good pair of gloves, hat, and three layer system on it and it should be nice and snug oh, that's good advice there from uh, Jerry Condon from Dublin Wicklow Mountain Rescue Henry like look we complain mm. about it but it's yeah. fairly mild most of the time in Ireland because of the, the, the Gulf Stream what have you I mean are we bad to work in the cold the uh, Irish we're terrible I know that the kids are complaining in the classrooms but we are terrible my fingers were very very cold last week out there and I know today's pretty mild it's not too bad but the simple answer to that is no we are not uh, here is uh, the Irish Irish uh, Iceman again, uh, Leo Ryan uh, from n8-strength.com. Well, nobody wants to be cold. <laughs> we, uh, as humans, I think we have a desire to be comfortable. But uh, because of modern living over the last 100 or 200 years, we've made ourselves far too comfortable. And now uh, we can't handle the cold very well. It's a not moaning about it is, is the important part. <laughs> because, you know, when I, was a, when I was a child, my mom used to wrap me up in one coat and two coats and balaclavas and hats and stay indoors and stay warm but i've just learned actually if you can de-layer and and remove the layers and just relax into it just breathe and relax into it it's still cold it's still uncomfortable i still don't really like it but i'm training myself and i'm using the cold as a means to you know to build my immune system build my resilience my mental health and my physical health all around so there's park benches near us here. If I opened up my laptop and started sending some emails, my fingers start to go cold. I, they're actually going cold right now. Any advice how to keep warm <laughs> or do you just have to grin and bear it? It is about relaxing into it and, and using your breath. Nice, slow, full nasal breaths will help you like, that will really help you just relax into it. But if you're getting too cold, it comes back to the, uh, the, the, the old idea of movement and a little bit of uh, vigorous exercise to get you warm, get the blood flowing, and then sit down and relax and go back to work. Run on the spot for 10 seconds. I might, you know, do a few push-ups against a wall. I might do a few squats, and that'll get all the blood flowing. It'll get me energized, get me feeling good, nice and relaxed again, and then I go straight back to work. There you have it, Leo Ryan, the Irish Iceman, Henry McKean, News Talks Iceman, thank you very much.